Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. I'm your host, Felicia Hermley. I'm a 12-stepper turned therapist. I'm married and I have two littles under five. I love Jesus, but have had my fair share of struggling with church culture and religion. I know what it's like to be stuck in a restless, irritable, and discontent rut, drunk and sober. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. I am excited to have JP Cefali back on the show. Welcome back, JP. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So today we're going to be reading from Daily Reflections. It has been a while since... I have had a Daily Reflections episode, and this is December 28th, Suit Up and Show Up. In AA, we aim not only for sobriety, we try again to become citizens of the world that we rejected, and of the world that once rejected us. This is the ultimate demonstration toward which 12-step work is the first, but not the final step. And this is from As Bill Sees It, page 21. The old line says, suit up and show up. That action is so important that I like to think of it as my motto. I can choose each day to suit up and show up or not. Showing up at meetings starts me toward feeling a part of that meeting. For then, I can do what I say I'll do at meetings. I can talk with newcomers and I can share my experience. That's what credibility, honesty, and courtesy really are. Suiting up and showing up are the concrete actions I take in my ongoing return to normal living. What do you think about suiting up and showing up? I'm going to have you go first, if you don't mind, just because I I feel like this is one of those topics that I hear in meetings from time to time that um, sometimes I feel almost at a loss for on this particular topic. So I'm sure something will come up in a few minutes, but um, I'm going to put you on the spot and see if uh, you have something for this first. Okay. Um, So, well, I guess when I first got to the program, suiting up and showing up was just like literally just getting dressed and going to a meeting. And it took me kind of a long time to understand that it just kind of means, I mean, it actually, it really does mean in everything like it took all my energy when I first got sober to just get up and go to meetings. I didn't want to be around people. I'm naturally an introvert and I didn't, the idea of being vulnerable around mostly strangers in the beginning was not my idea of, uh, of a good time. It wasn't my idea of, um, I, it wasn't something that I wanted to, it just wasn't something that I w- wanted to do, but I also was in so much pain from, um, you know, being in my addiction that I was willing to do, to try anything to, uh, 
you know, to stay sober and to not feel that pain that I was feeling before I, before I quit. And, you know, later on in sobriety after like getting a sponsor and fellowshipping and doing the steps and, you know, getting into service and things like that, like suiting up and showing up kind of meant started to have a broader meeting for me. Like I had, if I had a commitment that my sponsor suggested that I get, uh, you know, I'd, I'd have to get to the meeting early, you know, get the readings ready, ask people to read, um, set up the room, make the coffee, all those things. And that's kind of how, like, that was like a little kind of mustard seed for me to kind of apply that in my life. You know, uh, for example, like I never showed up to work when I was in my disease. <laughs> um, you know, I, my, you know, Fridays and Mondays, I wasn't coming in, you know, so work was essentially my weekend. Like, uh, like I was actually working three days a week and the rest of the time I was off. Um, so, so just doing the basic things, getting up in the morning, meditating, eating breakfast, um, getting dressed, we're putting on my work uniform, you know, going into work, doing the job, being the best co-worker I can be, all of those things literally blossomed from this, from suit up and show up. What, what I had never heard that before I went to an AA meeting. Um, I had never heard it. And, and that was kind of like a catapult for me. And now uh, just from doing that, like, for example, um, I was invited to a, on a camping trip and I don't know if this could be applied to this or not, but I had, think I had six months sober and um, somebody invited me to a camping trip a sober camping trip at a meeting and I didn't know the person and I barely knew anybody at the group and everything inside of me said, say no, but I said yes. And um, so I showed up to that camping trip and it was like the best time that I had had since I was a child going camping with my dad and Big Sur. And at that trip, I met the woman who five years later, I ended up giving my kidney to. So I just from saying yes one time from suiting up and showing up one time, I met somebody that completely changed my life. And um, that person actually ended up down the road, eventually saving my life as well. Um, so that was just from suiting up and showing up one time. And that's just one example of like the plethora of times that I have, you know, not wanted to do something and I've done it anyways, because uh, I, I mean, the first time I said yes, I didn't know what was going to come of it and I didn't want to do it. But every time after that, that I said yes, even when I didn't want to, I knew that I would probably get some, like a really cool experience out of it, whether it's a spiritual experience or making new friends or uh, just having like a blast. And that's how it's been for me throughout, throughout my sobriety. I love that. I, it's interesting that you brought up your kidney because today at lunch, I was, I went I went to go get a burger and I was sitting in the parking lot and I looked at the car next to me and on the window in the back had a, they had a phone number and, you know, asked if anybody wanted to donate a kidney that they needed one. And there was a phone number. And um, I just think it's, it's interesting how, I don't know, I noticed it. And then, you know, here I am with you and you bring up, you bring up this this situation about your kidney. I'm I'm glad you went first. I definitely, you know, listened and it helped me kind of gather my thoughts around 
the importance of, of suiting up and showing up. And one of the things I was thinking about was how much of a flake I was when I was drinking. I would say that I would do something overcommit because I didn't know how to say no to begin with. So I would, you know, just commit to too much knowing that there was one of those things I had to, I was going to end up flaking on. And at the same time, I think in my mind, I somehow thought I probably could somehow do both. I mean, I think there was also this kind of irrational thinking around committing to, to too much. And one of the things that I have gotten better at in my recovery is really kind of paying attention to what I have going on in my life. I mean, and I've still can make progress on this, but seeing what's going on in my life and not overcommitting, you know, sometimes it's okay to, you know, say no, if there's already something at that exact same time on the calendar. And sometimes it is okay to say that if, you know, I'm not feeling well. I mean, it's a, it's a weird balance because sometimes it's so important to just show up no matter how you feel. And I think, I think in recovery, one of the things that I did and that I learned is that, you know, you don't say no when something is, is asked if you have the time to do it, right? If there's, if there's something else, if there's nothing else really going on during that time and and it's interesting kind of going from not doing, not being super productive to maybe doing too much and then through throughout time trying to kind of figure out where the balance is. You know, when when is it okay to, to rest and not do something and when is that being lazy, right? When, when am I not doing it because I just don't feel like it and I'm being lazy or because I actually really do need to rest. And I mean, I think that that's, I mean, I think that one of one of the things that I've noticed is it's just sort of a process to figure out. And being that this is a reading, you know, there's just a couple days left in the year, this reminder of suiting up and showing up, the, the word that's coming to me is discipline. And, you know, being disciplined to, to show up no matter how I feel, to show up to the things that I commit to. So maybe it is about, you know, definitely not being lazy, but I think it's maybe more about following through with the commitments I have made. And, you know, if I've got too much going on in my life and I'm just overdoing it, I, I try my best to get through the commitments that I have and then, and then reevaluate. And, and maybe make some changes because I think sometimes changes need to be made. One of the things that is, that's difficult with this is also, I know that there's times with this mindset of suit up and show up where maybe there's guilt around things changing, right? I know, I feel like there's been a couple of times where I've like rescheduled on you because life just keeps happening it's been a month and I feel like there's just been sickness coming through my house. Last week we were supposed to record and I didn't have Wi-Fi. 
And I think that's a reasonable reason to say last minute, I can't do it. <laughs> there was a part of me that felt bad and felt, you know, that, that I canceled, you know, with not too much time to spare, but I mean, it's like something that's out of my control and I did all that I could to, to make it happen. Right. I mean, before we hit record, I said, I took my microphone with me and I was going to do it in the car, <laughs> but uh, it didn't work out. And that sometimes I think it's important to kind of give, give grace to each other and to yourself as well. When, when life just happens and sometimes things are out of your, your control but kind of going back to the discipline, this is really good for thinking about the new year coming and thinking about what areas of my life do I need to reevaluate to maybe clear up some of my schedule so that I can show up in other ways that maybe my higher power has for me. You know, maybe sometimes I need that space to have the opportunity to say yes to something like you did right? You want to go on a camping trip. You didn't want to, but you said yes. And having, having the space to be able to say yes, when those types of things happen, I think is, is also really important. So are there other things that you can think of where you have shown up to something and ended up just being really surprised about the outcome or, you know, something you didn't want to do and you ended up getting a gift out of it. I'm asking you that and then I'm going to think of something because I'm sure that there's plenty of times where that that has happened. But I don't know if anything's coming up for you, if there's been other times where, you know, you show up and and maybe your higher power is like, hey, thanks for showing up. Here's your prize, right? <laughs> yeah. Um I wanted to touch real quick, though, before I get into that on what you said about balance. Um, it, it just kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, when when I was new, you know, you hear like, just say yes, you know, to AA or to say yes to your recovery. And I remember I, I just used yes alcoholically, you know, in the beginning, I was just saying yes to everything. And I wore myself out. I was running ragged. And um, I was also in therapy at the time. And I was always tired when I was going to see my therapist. And he, he, he was like, what's going on? You're not sleeping? And I'm like, No, I just, I just been doing a bunch of things, you know, in recovery. And he's like, you know, it's okay to say no, right? And uh, I was like, it is, you know, because I, I wasn't, I was liking how it was making me feel. It was, it was making me feel good but I was also feeling exhausted. And when I'm feeling exhausted, I'm feeling anxious and I'm eventually not feeling good. But the act of saying yes and being around people and like making new friends and participating in my recovery, that was something that I really enjoyed. Um, so then I had to learn how to say no when I was tired. And just what you, what you brought up really reminded me of that. And there was so much power in saying no <laughs> like I say, I'd say no, and I'd get some rest and then I'd feel recharged. And then I would feel like, you know, I could be of maximum service and more present with whatever it was that I was doing, whether it be me at work or around the people that I spent my time with. And then the service commitments that I had, I was able to maximize the experience 
because I was rested and because I wasn't running on fumes. And that was very powerful uh, for me to learn. And I've had times since then where I've, you know, forgotten that. And, you know, and then I, and then once I get exhausted, I remember. And yeah. And to the, the question that you asked, I just recently there's, since I've moved to Texas, I, I kind of had a hard time, you know, I left my whole fellowship and uh, uh, back in California and I found a group that I really enjoyed going to, but I was having this like block of, you know, reaching out and, and here at the meetings, that I go to, it's voluntary. Like when you, when you speak, like you, you have to volunteer and I'm not used to that. I'm used to just like being called on. And when I get called on, I don't say no, I just go, I just go and speak when I'm in California. And here it was very difficult for me to put myself out there. Uh, very difficult. And I, you know, I, I don't think I ever had such a hard time doing that. I mean, eventually, I mean, it's always been a little bit difficult for me, but I would eventually put myself out there. And, um, and then I found a group literally across the street from where I live here in Round Rock. And um, it took me six months just to show up to that meeting. I knew it was there. And it took me six months to show up. And one night I was, you know, kind of not bored with going to the same meeting, but, uh, or the same group all the time. But I, I wanted to, I was, I don't know why I wasn't going. I guess I was afraid, you know, I was in fear for whatever reason, uh, new people, a new group, vulnerability with a new group of people, even though I wasn't being vulnerable in the group that I was going to. And my sponsor challenged me to just go to the group. And so I went and it was the single most welcoming group outside of my home group in California that I've ever been to in my life. And, um, I've made like my, like my best friend here in Texas. Now I met at this group and him and I send each other readings every morning. Uh, and, you know, we share things and I got plugged into this group of this group of guys who go to breakfast on Saturday mornings before the, the 9am meeting. And, um, and every day I go to this group three days a week, I split my time between three groups but I go to this group three days a week now. And every time I go in there, when somebody new comes in, I see how they just welcome somebody, how they welcome the people. Like if it's somebody they've never seen before, they just welcome them. They introduce themselves. Almost everybody in the room introduces themselves. And um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a woman who had never been to a meeting in her life. She went there and she was terrified. And she was asking me a bunch of questions. And then when there was some women finally showed up, I introduced her to the women. And then just after the meeting at, you know, after the meeting was over and I just was sitting there and I just watched the women surround her, not in a weird way or anything like that, but just, they all just like, you know, came up to her and gave her a hug, gave her hugs. And they were just so, so welcoming to her. And I just got really grateful and I wouldn't have been able to experience that and the men do that for the men as well but uh, i wouldn't have been able to experience that had i never showed up to that group and 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 i honestly feel the most plugged in now than i have since i've been here in this new state and it just has me feeling an overwhelming amount of gratitude 
Um, and, and I'm grateful that I have a sponsor who uh, kind of strongly suggested that I get out of my comfort zone. And, uh, and then I also, he, then he, after I went to that group, he's like, I'm going to challenge you to do something else. How about you actually speak? <laughs> and so um, I like got up the courage to speak. And then uh, I sent him a text after the meeting. I was like, Hey, I spoke. I finally spoke. And he was like, right on, man. And I was like expecting this big, huge, like, well done, you know, type of thing. And he was like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I'm starting to feel more comfortable now. Um, just, just because I went there one time at the suggestion of my sponsor and sh I showed up. How long ago was that? Um, let's see, probably four months ago. Okay. Maybe I, I don't know how much time has passed since we last spoke, but as I was hearing you share that, I was over here saying, yay. <laughs> I, know, I know that, you know, you, you said that it's been, it's been hard with that transition and getting plugged in and getting connected. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being your cheerleader over here. So <laughs> I know Thank I you. like that. I like that, uh, that yay validation too. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Let me see. I, when you were talking about being exhausted, I think that I feel like we, I don't know if it was with you, but I know the topic of balance has definitely come up and there's been this, sometimes balance is so focused on, right? Like, okay, I'm just going to try to get the perfect, you know, equation, perfect um, of things that I need to do or not do. You know, I'm going to figure it out to where I'm balanced all the time. And I think I'm kind of hitting this point where I'm trying to accept that that's just never a reality, that that exhaustion is kind of a sign that it's time to do something different. And I mean, maybe maybe that ongoing balance will be just better over time, but I just I know in the past I sort of had this expectation that there was just going to that I was going to someday figure out how to perfectly be balanced all the time. And, you know, I think it's about once again, right, just progress, trying to to figure out how to learn from the exhaustion each time. But that as long as I'm living right, those those cycles of exhaustion probably won't go away completely just because it's life. And that's kind of just a part of it, I think. One of the the things that I was reflecting on is I never wanted to do a podcast. And I think suiting up and showing up for this has been an amazing gift. I've had so many amazing conversations with people over the past, I don't know how many months it's been now, eight, eight months or so. I have amazed myself with the fact that I've actually been consistent. The fact that I've actually put out an episode every single week is huge. Through my move this summer, I was doing two episodes a week and I can, you know, I was consistent with two episodes a week and then I got exhausted <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is too much. I got to do one. 
one episode a week. Um, and I think I had a phase in the beginning where it was once every two weeks. So I've definitely gone through, through, um, you know, just life and schedules and figuring out what works. Um, wanting to be consistent though, to show up here, to, to bring stories, to bring guests. And it has been, I think one of the, the gifts for me is really recognizing the power of storytelling and hearing people, so many different people share their story about, you know, what life was like you know, what recovery is like, you know, what, what it was like before recovery. And I'm excited to see wh what guests are going to show up in the future as I continue to do this. I definitely believe that this is something that, you know, God put on, you know, in my path to do, and I'm grateful for it. I'm excited to see what's going to come from it if I continue to suit up and show up and be disciplined in this to sort of shift gears to another thing that I was thinking about for kind of this upcoming year. I don't know if I should say this out loud or not um, <laughs> because it's the end of the year and I'm never, I've, I've always said I'm, I'm never going to do the, you know, new, new year's resolution thing but I heard you say, I think it was like, I don't know, six months or something before you kind of made the decision. And I feel like I've just been in this rut with my health, kind of just in general. And I'm really hoping to, you know, get some discipline around my physical health and even more discipline around my spiritual health in the, in, in the new year. And just to see what gifts I will get out of that by suiting up and showing up to those two commitments in 2024. So I don't know if you have something that you're hoping to suit up and show up to for the new year. Wasn't planning on this being a, a happy new year episode, but um, it's timely. So what do you got there? Yeah. Um, part of my, um, I, I, my days are, are, have been pretty disciplined over the last, I'd say maybe two and a half months. I've always been a very physically active person, but I've been really focusing on physical fitness. And I, at 43, I'm probably in better shape than I was even when I was in the military when I was 21, just because of all the training I've been doing. But my, my, my routine is getting up in the morning and meditating and going to work, getting off of work, going to the gym, picking up my little one on the days that I have her and, um, I want to continue that. And then as far as professionally and my spirituality right now is, is probably as far as my meditation goes and tapping into, you know, the universe and everything on a daily basis, that's been a regular thing over the last month or month and a half or two months. I think it's, it's been pretty solid, but for the new year, uh, well, I would like to continue that discipline, but I'm also working on getting my arborist certification because that's going to help me broaden my horizons professionally. And yeah, that's something that I've been wanting to do for a couple of years now that now I have the opportunity for my employer to, to actually pay for it and send me there, you know, to this course and 
that's going to help me pass that test. And then I'll be able to use that on the side and, and at my current place of employment. So I have that goal professionally. And as far as, you know, personally, I just like to continue what I have been doing over the last month and a half, two months, as far as the spirituality and health and fitness. Um, and I think I want to, well, I do, I know I want to, I want to get back into more regular therapy because I think I've only been going about once every two months and I've excelled the most throughout my life. Well, I've, when I've used therapy, you know, once or twice a month, it's been something that's helped keep me dialed in and it's helped, you know, when I'm doing that, it helps all the other chips fall as well. Like it helps my spirituality. It helps my sobriety. It helps me go to the gym when I don't want to, like just being on top of my mental health is something that's extremely imperative for my well-being and probably for everybody around me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think those are some things that I, I'm not a big new year's resolution person because in the past I've set these lofty expectations for myself. And then, uh, a sponsor of mine a couple of years ago told me that expectations were premeditated resentments. So I took a break from New Year's resolutions and just decided to suit up and show up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it's been years since I've, you know, thought about New Year's resolutions and I try to kind of set a, set an intention instead, you know, kind of like mm -hmm. think about the year, kind of have a vision for the year. I actually do have these vision boards here next to me for the last couple of years, planning on, you know, doing another one. And, you know, for, for 2024. And I mean, I think setting those intentions are, I think, important and, you know, putting it in a place where you can review it every so often as well. You know, what were the things that you said you wanted to, to show up to, you know, in your life? And that's what I am hoping to do for next year. You know, one of the things for sure and, and I think it's an every year thing, you know, wanting to deepen my relationship with my higher power. That's like continuously. I mean, I think that's that's one of those things that I would imagine is going to just be on my intention list every single year because I don't think I don't think I'm going to finish. I don't think I'm going to get to the point where I'm like, all right, thanks, God. I know you now um, go on to the next person. Right. <laughs> There's always more to know. There's always more to learn in that relationship, I think. And I guess this is a good time too. I mean, I wasn't wasn't part of the plan, but you know, this is the last episode of the year and I would just really encourage those of you who have made it this far into the episode to pause and think about ways that you want to suit up and show up in the new year, whether that is deciding to, you know, finally put the bottle down or deepen your relationship with your higher power, go to therapy, you know, start taking care of your physical health, mental health. And, you know, if you want somebody to walk alongside you on that journey, who is also in it, who is also making plans to suit up and show up and, and do the deal, you know, you're always welcome to reach out to me. My info's in the show notes. I do have a, a coaching program that's going to be launching in January. And um, I really look forward to hearing from you if you feel like it is finally that time to to suit up and show up and 
And I would feel honored to just, you know, be contacted to walk with you in 2024. So thanks, JP, for being on the show and uh, look forward to having you back next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Before you go, please subscribe and leave a five-star written review. Reviews help boost my ratings, which helps other parents in recovery find my show. If you're interested in emotional sobriety coaching, please reach out and schedule a call. Check out the show notes for my contact info and social links. Don't forget to like, follow, and share with a friend. I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in Thursdays for the latest episode. I'll see you back here on your next Target Run. Until next time. This podcast is produced by Bob Sloan Audio Productions. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Good and grace from our God. Good and grace from our God. Good and grace from our God. Oh, good and grace from our God.